0: Happy Hump Day, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie and Margie, and we're all from the Your Story Travel Company. We hope that you're safe and happy and healthy. This is episode 566, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades
1: podcast. Today, we'll be sharing with you all of the latest Disney rumors and news to try and help your week be more magical. If you're looking to reschedule or book a trip, one of our agents will be glad to help. Visit yourstorytravel.com for your free quote. If you're thinking about going to Disney in the future, a small refundable deposit will hold your trip. Contact
0: us today. So lots of news again. I know you guys are totally shocked. I don't know that there's quite as much as last week, but I felt like every time a story would come out, then another one would come in and another one would come out. Um, It's not actually in the news yet. I just read something today that for sure they will not, I thought we already knew this though, that remy will not open for sure until 2021 but that they're not giving the exact date yet so now i'm hoping that it opens when i'm there in in winter but we'll see but more pictures were released this week of the harmonious structures that are being built for that new harmonious nighttime show at epcot which also very excited about Uh, there was this week an overview of the site shows multiple barges under construction a large crane is still on the site. We can see that they placed an arrow to mark where large arms need to be added to the barges. And then there's three barges that combine to create the big ring structure that will be the centerpiece of the show. And the arms stored on land will likely be connected to those mechanics based on the pictures that we were looking. They were from, um, oh, what do you call those things? A drone, I believe. And there are other barges that appear to be waiting for screen installation. So I'm getting super excited about this. I can't wait to see this. Obviously, I'll probably have to watch it on YouTube first. Margie and I will have our little dry run of uh, YouTube videos because, you know, we're addicted to those right now.
1: So some not amazing news. Governor Newsom, the California governor, announced this week that residents and guests arriving in the state will have to quarantine for 14 days before mingling with anyone. So even when they do open Disneyland, they're gonna make it quite the process in order for you to go and enjoy it. Um, He also urged anyone that travels to California to quarantine whenever they return back to their own homes before mingling in in their hometown. AKA don't come. Right, basically, they are exactly saying that. Please, just don't visit us. We don't want you here.
2: We don't, we don't want your germs. Your town doesn't want our germs. Just stay away. So, how do they? I know that other states do this too, but do you guys know how they enforce that quarantine? Like, how does California enforce a 14-day quarantine when you get there? Like, I know Hawaii had that rule; it has now been taken away, but um, or lessened. I don't know if it's all the way taken away, but well, how do they enforce it?
0: Some people have them at the border, like authorities at the border as people enter the state. But I don't know how many places you can enter the state. So that'd be a lot of. Yeah. But they have to give their name and then their names are turned over to the CDC. Oh, wow. I was going to say,
1: obviously, it's easy to track for Hawaii because there's really only one yeah. way to there. <laughs> 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 but it's not so easy for California. They have quite the border. <laughs> Right, Vicky's over there swimming. She's going to swim in Hawaii, can't catch me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'd be eaten by a shark, that'd be about my look.
1: Gosh. So anyways, obviously we think that the this seems a little bit wild, but we are also very understanding that COVID numbers have been rising over the past couple of weeks, and they're skyrocketing, especially here in Missouri. Um, so it's it's understandable to some degree. Um, and also a lot of people have still been speculating about why the numbers are rising so much. And a lot of people are kind of thinking that the holidays have a lot to do with it. So Halloween and how everybody's still kind of went about their, their day and business as normal um, and interact with a lot of people they normally wouldn't. It's probably gonna be the same thing when Thanksgiving and Christmas, it's it's gonna be a wild winter.
2: I know that was- and what of- does that mean for Disneyland opening? Well,
1: I mean, they they for sure aren't opening their doors in 2020. Um I think later we're going to talk about how they they even said maybe, you know, sometime after January 2021, but I just feel like it's going to be one of those things where they just keep pushing it back,
0: keep pushing it back. I think he has a lot of power. He's he's killing the tourism in Cal- in California. It's just so sad. Pretty sure he won't be voted back in. <laughs> When does, when does that vote happen? <laughs> I have no idea. I'm so stupid when it comes to that kind of stuff.
2: Oh, I just really want the magical of Disney, which I understand why they're not opening, but it's just really sad at the same time. Um, we have an update on the refurbishment of the Magic Kingdom sign and more. The majority of the refurbishment appears to be finished with the exception of some of the flags because they are missing their shadowing and the half circles don't match. We are all anxiously awaiting the final look. How did it look when you went, Vicki? It looked really cool, but
0: it, for me it was like the left side was finished and the right side hadn't started. And then as we were there, we saw them move over like a couple letters. Um, it is really cool what it looks like. I just, I don't know, when you see something and the first time that you see it, I think that becomes what stays in your mind and you think it needs to stay there. So it matches, yeah. the, it matches the castle. And I got, you know, that's what Brad was telling our kids. He's like, it looks okay, but mm-hmm. I don't think it needed to be done. I think there's other things they could have spent their money on.
2: Yeah. Well, that's fun though. Yeah. Um, the walkway connecting the Grand Floridian result, <laughs> result, okay. Take two. Uh, The walkway connecting the Grand Floridian Resort and Spa to the Magic Kingdom is nearly complete, as is the resort boat launch that the walkway itself connects to. Lamp posts now line the entire length of the path, and cement has been laid the entire length of the path as well. This section of sod was recently marked and cut out and we wonder if it will have cement poured here as well, perhaps for a temperature check station. I think they're gonna need to
0: do that. That's just gonna, that would definitely make the lines. That is the one thing that I've noticed. There's more and more of those, which made it go so much faster. Mm-hmm. Epcot, that is the fastest I've ever gotten into Epcot and they didn't used to have temperature screenings. So mm. definitely think so that will be good. Yeah, oh yeah. So inside the park, the construction, the refurbishment updates continue and the roof refurbishment to the It's a Small World has progressed with one visible roof now blue and gold while the other remains brown. So that's what they must have been doing when we were there and not realizing it was trying to make it match the new castle look. And they the Cinderella fountain has been refilled and is working once more. And I didn't think about it being dull. I mean, this is the kind of stuff It's magical to me people it's not I'm not looking that your blue is not the bluest blue it could be (laughs) but that's what they did was drain her fountain and then just painted it and then refilled it and it looks the fresh coat of paint just makes it look amazing not that it didn't before kind of weird and then two more supports of the Tomorrowland Transit Authority people mover have been painted white they're the two that are the closest to the Joffrey's coffee and tea kiosk again I don't think that I go through the park necessarily and look for things that need to be painted, but then when they are and they're refreshed, you're like, wow, that really pops. And that's how the pictures were to this. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess they could have used a fresh coat of paint.
1: did <laughs> have <laughs> noticed it before, but. <laughs> right. So with the, uh, the Rivers of America is almost completely drained now and workers have been seen walking the riverboat track. They stood, they talked and chatted for a little bit before moving down the track and out of sight. It's a really strange sight to see where the riverboat once floated and now it's just a big, huge, muddy mess. The Liberty Bell is in um, a dry dock backstage to keep it nice and safe. The boat is able to leave its track to travel backstage uh, by way of Seven Seas Lagoon and Bay Lake. The concrete work has been completed near Casey's Corner restroom. Uh, the Casey's Corner restroom, completing this refurbishment pro- project. The concrete in this corner and the corner in the front of the first aid was replaced during this refurbishment. Um, again, you don't notice that anything's wrong until you see it fixed. And through the use, of, it was through the use of a wooden false door, the area was able to be kept open to guests. So I heard you
0: mention Casey's Corner and I looked this week and I couldn't find anything else other than did you, after they put all those, I think we talked about this like three weeks ago maybe, maybe before I went, they had six foot distancing things in one of the sections of Casey Corner that looked like they are getting ready to open it up, which got me all excited and everything. But this week they moved merchandise from the Emporium into that yeah. area, into the dining yeah. area. So it doesn't look like they were planning on opening that anytime soon. And it is really sad because that was one thing that we did notice is not as many quick serves.
1: Just in general, not as many food options.
0: Right, right. Well, they have, you know, Crystal Palace is not there. Cause somebody asked me that, which you guys probably knew. So they have the sit down ones. I think the Plaza was back open and Cinderella's castle and Liberty tree. And, and then a few, serve options besides like kiosks and stuff with the egg rolls what is it that we talked about cheeseburger and pepperoni egg rolls or spring rolls
2: that doesn't sound good I
0: (laughs) everybody raves about them i was going to try them but they were closed when we were there
2: well i can't knock it till i try it so gotta go to disney world that's right (laughs) Speaking of food, Cast Member Pantry, a charitable organization working to provide food to furloughed cast members, is now operating in California. That's awesome. I know, I was very excited. In a November 14th Facebook post, Cast Member Pantry announced that it would be in Burbank that day to share details. The Facebook post asked those who would like to help to contact Cast Member Pantry for location details They are trying to continue to collect food donations for the furloughed cast members so they will be able to have food for Thanksgiving and Christmas. We are so glad that people are reaching out to try and help the thousands that are without work right now. If you are interested in helping, you can go to the Cast Member Pantry Facebook page and message them to see how you can help. We know the cast members will surely appreciate it.
0: Yeah, I really like that. And then you watch Tim the Trekker like we do, you know, and at the end of every um, thing that he posts, he always says, and now it's time to help. Oh, yeah. He's been having furloughed cast members that have jobs outside of there, like Etsy stores and stuff like that. They do the little thing at the end so that they can get help to support their businesses and try to help them while they're out of work.
2: Yeah, that's really amazing. See, I love Tim Tracker. <laughs> yes.
0: yeah, they're really nice people for sure.
2: So the Magic
0: Kingdom has extended its park hours for three weekends in December. Are you noticing a little trend, guys? Like we're getting more Disney. Yes. Yay. As, such a good well, trend. I know. As well as the last Sunday of November. Previously, the park hours were 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Magic Kingdom will now be open until 9 p.m., On November 29th, December 4th through the 6th, December 11th through the 13th, and December 18th through the 19th. This is exciting news. I know I'm excited and I'm not even going to be there. Um, But it just feels like more and more it's getting closer to the normal what we knew of Disney before covid
1: Every yes. hour is so important. It so is. So the fact that they keep giving us another hour, another hour, like keep it up, Disney, keep it up, yes. get back to normal.
0: <laughs> so Epcot has also extended park hours for most weekends in December and one of their Sunday uh, Sundays in November as well. They were 11 to 9, and they will now be 11 to 10, November 29th, December 4th through the 6th, December 11th through the 13th, and December 18th through the 19th. They've also extended the park's hours on some weekdays, but you will need to check the schedules for that. And like I said, when we were there, there was one park. It was, I can't remember which one it was. I want to say it was Hollywood Studios. Why we were there, like we got a message that said it's going to be an hour longer today. So I think that that's just going to be happening more and more, and which is good for everybody.
1: Well, let's just keep on keeping on with those extra hours. Disney has extended its Animal Kingdom hours as well for November 20th through 21st, November 29th, December 4th through 6th, December 11th through 13th, and December 18th through 19th. Originally, those hours, the park, were from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., and now the park is gonna stay open until 7 p.m. They've also extended the park's hours on some weekends, but again go ahead and check the schedule on the days that you
2: have um, a park pass to Animal Kingdom just to make sure like Vicky was saying. Which I think is awesome because now it's going to be open when it's dark and so Mm. now people can see Pandora (gasps) when it's dark. Because right. when it was closing at five, you weren't able to see that magicalness that was happening over in Pandora. You are right. So if you are there during those extended hours, make sure just to like do a walkthrough of Pandora because it really is amazing at nighttime. It's so beautiful.
1: Um
2: the Walt Disney World has
1: also released their hours for January. We've got January twenty-third through January thirtieth in twenty twenty one. They are Magic Kingdom 9am to 6pm, Epcot 11am to 7pm, Hollywood Studios 10am to 7pm and the Animal Kingdom from 9am back to that 5pm so no no magical um, Pandora there yet, but of course they could extend it, they could, well, they could... book
2: your trip now for December and the beginning of January.
1: <laughs> right, exactly, Um, they have, there have been some changes made once a week starts since October, so remember keep checking, keep checking the hours as you get closer to your trip just to make sure that you are taking in everything that the parks have to offer and every single hour that the parks are giving. You.
0: And honestly, so now that it the times changed, it was it closed at five that we were there, but our friends got in line for the ride at four fifty nine. So we weren't really <clears throat> walking out of the park till six. So you probably can see part of it if you just hang out. <laughs> Make sure <laughs> to get
1: in a long line <laughs> really late. Yeah, thank you. To-
2: Make sure you're back in Africa at five o'clock That's and make right. a really slow stroll. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, from Kilimanjaro that that are, yes. or get on the Rafiki's train at <laughs> yeah. four forty-five and trust me, you will definitely still be in the park at six o'clock to see those the Pandora because you're gonna have to pass there.
2: There are ways, people. Yes, there we, are ways. We are sneaky to, stay, to stay make it happen longer. Uh, this is exciting. Fireworks testing was scheduled for the Magic Kingdom area and Walt Disney World after the park closes. However, don't get your blankets ready just yet because this may not necessarily be an indication of the immediate return of Fireworks Spectaculars, but timing may suggest that this is testing for the 50th anniversary, Nighttime Spectacular, codenamed Project Nugget which is set to debut on October 1st, 2021. But it's still exciting that the fireworks are starting to be tested. Um, Of course, this could also be general fireworks testing. As we reported a couple months ago, permits for Project Nugget were filed by Walt Disney World in early August. Just the thought of a sneak peek gets us excited that the fireworks may be returning. I hope so. And we will Goodness,
1: definitely keep too. you posted. Fireworks I are my favorite.
0: I just think it's crazy that they're testing them now and for October, eleven months from now, we have to wait. I have a hard time, <laughs> time believing that they have to let us have.
1: You know what? They probably those fireworks have an expiration date, and they were like, "Oh, these are about to expire. Let's go <laughs> shoot the fireworks."
2: We haven't done this in a long time. We might Who as well just to go party. Do our, <laughs> the Polynesian Listen, people
0: the Polynesian people would be lucky, and so Grand Floridian, because even if they're practicing, you know they're watching them.
2: Yes. I just remember the first time, my first visit to Disneyland, when we were leaving, I turned to my husband, and I said, that's it. Disney has ruined fireworks and parades for me for the rest of my life. Like, (laughs) nothing will compare to Disneyland fireworks or Disney World fireworks, and a Disney parade. Like, especially the nighttime parades. They're just so much fun. And I was like, well, I mean, I'll go to a parade, but it's gonna be super boring. (laughs) (laughs) It
0: will never be that magical again. I just love those Disney
2: fireworks.
0: So Bob Chapik admitted this week that Disney's capacity has been raised by 10%, which now makes it 35% in the park. And while he didn't let us know when the increase happened, he said that this was possible because they can still meet the CDC requirement of mask and social distancing and based on the crowds by the media that covers the parks every week. They feel that the increase happened about 10 days ago. I think it may have increased a little bit, you know, before the 10 days because when this article was written. It would have been 10 days ago, which would have been like this weekend. I was thinking more like two weeks ago when I was there, because one of the parks really felt kind of crowded. But he also reported that Disney World is 77% booked for the first fiscal quarter for them, which is October 2020 to January 2021. And he said he was encouraged by booking trends within this quarter. Disney World is almost booked to 100% of the 35% availability for Thanksgiving weekend. Wow. Wow. So it's going to be crowded. Well, for what? If anybody's been there during like July or August, and then is coming back in Thanksgiving, their mm. world's going to be whatever you want to say spun, because they're not going to. It's going to be totally, look totally different.
2: But you would think that somebody who goes there for Thanksgiving every single year, I think they might be. Sp- pleasantly surprised that it's only 35% right this
0: is is true because I have my friend that I just booked the February trip for she's actually going I think they leave Saturday and I told her I wanted to do a trip report with her because I want to hear what she says versus she goes every Thanksgiving with her mom and daughter Mm -hmm. I want to see what the difference for her hmm
1: Disney shared that they had a multi-billion dollar oh loss.
2: Wow, wow, I mean, we all knew that it was happening, but wow. Earning- well, and you just hear those numbers and you just think, like, all the other businesses out there. Like, right, right. Not only just Disney, but just, oh, man. Yeah, multi-billion dollar, oh my gosh. You know, Amazon, though, they're not hurting. No, <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> no, no, no. They probably had a multi-billion dollar increase. Increase, uh, right. They got all that money that, hey, we can't spend it on Disney, let's go ahead and <laughs> addictively shop online because that's all we can do. That's right. I saw a meme the other day and it said, the UPS delivery guy just knocked on my door because we didn't have a Amazon delivery just to make sure that we were okay. <laughs> That would be us. That would totally be me,
1: too. (laughs) So, earnings are down 23% from the earnings that Disney made in their fourth quarter in 2019. That's a lot. That's really sad. Yeah, that is. So, after taxes and the cost of keeping the parks open currently, Disney had about a $7 million loss for quarter four. The total loss that Disney is reporting for 2020 is, Rome roll please, $2.8 billion. Disney's projecting that they will still have a loss in 2021. The recovery of all of those um, actors that were lost, uh, confidence in consumer travel, and the continued consumption of live sports will all be key figures in stabilizing operations.
0: That made me happy, though, because that made me have hope that some of these shows that got shut down are coming back or that's their intent. Mm -hmm.
2: And this is like Disney in a hole, right? Right. Like all things Disney had a seven million dollar loss. Yes. I mean, one of their parks is still not open and has not been opened since March. I know of 2020. So, I mean, it would make sense that they're having a huge loss. Yup. Gosh, but I also look at that and I'm like, man, Disney makes a lot of money. Yeah, no right? kidding. So that's their 23. <laughs> percent Okay. Yeah, 2.8 billion dollars. Losing it. Woo! They can. I want 2.8 billion dollars. It's not gonna happen. But anyways, I take okay, one Disney. million. <laughs> what? I'll take one of the million. One million. I know, seriously. Just give me a hundred thousand. Like, I don't <laughs> even... Okay, Disney estimates that costs on the safety measures for cast members, talent, and guests for fiscal 21 will be about a million dollars. That's a lot of money. Disney shared that in quarter four, the two parks that made a net positive contribution were Shanghai Disneyland and Hong Kong Disneyland. Good job. <laughs> Over there. While Tokyo Disneyland and Disneyland Paris did not have a positive contribution, JPEG also spoke about the three upcoming Disney ships. The Disney Wish will sail in the summer of 2022 and two additional ships Can I help name them? They haven't (laughs) been named and are scheduled to arrive in 2024 and 2025. Go on Margie, what would you name it? Okay, so what do they have? They have the Dream Magic. I can't even think. The Is magic? It, isn't magic one of them? Why can't I even? The wonder? Why can't I think of all of them? Oh man, you put me in the spot. We can let you re- research it after you
0: do your next article. Okay.
2: <laughs> think about it a little bit. Holiday characters are greeting guests in the Magic Kingdom. Disney seems to have rolled out safe, safe and socially distancing of the characters buzz is still in tomorrowland but now he has a santa hat on for the season i have a picture with santa buzz it's really fun lucky ducky (laughs) and stitch trades out with buzz from time to time and so um vicky you were just there so when you're saying that they're not they're ruling out the safe and socially distance you can get closer to those characters.
0: They so they were on the stage in Tomorrowland, but they were getting like right. So the people were on the ground and they were okay. behind them, but they weren't six feet apart. They might have been. But you
2: still can't like go and give them a side hug. This is true.
0: This, okay, that is true. Yes, but no, even
2: fun, but even with the parades
0: bit... and stuff, uh-huh. they're. They're not, you know how they're usually like, I feel like they have a stick and they're trying to beat people back so that yeah. they're not getting in the parade. <laughs> um, they're not being as worried about that with the cavalcades or whatever, either.
1: Because those those characters are masked characters.
0: Well, some of them aren't. Like um, the Honda Mansion characters that were coming through because I was there during the Halloween part. And... I mean, they were only there for seconds and we all know that it's a 15 minute thing that you have to be by somebody. So I guess they would stand there for a second and somebody would social distance, but they would only Mm. be maybe two feet. Do you know what I'm saying? Like somebody would just turn side, you know.
2: That was during the cavalcade, so. Right, right. And do they have a schedule for the cavalcades or is it just totally random? It's
0: random so that people aren't standing on the street waiting for
2: it. Okay. That's what I was making sure. Just, yeah. Um, it seems that the Country Bears are now sporting some festive wear as a Greek guest from the balcony atop the Country Bears show,
0: which I've never seen before. And we've been there for mm, several Christmases now. I don't even want to speculate at this point, but at least five. And That's I've really fun. never seen them with their little um, Christmas
2: stocking caps and, and um, scarves. Yeah, I kind of wish that they were there when we were there last year at Christmas time. Yeah, I've never seen him, but there's always next year, Margie. They have to bring some kind of hope to 2020,
0: right? Yeah, no kidding. Mm -hmm. So Disney Springs extended their hours and starting November 22nd on the weekdays, they're going to stay open until 11 p.m. like they do the weekends. And these hours are going to remain until January 3rd. And then their closing time will return to 10 p.m. at this time. Now, I think if the numbers drop, they may decide to change that. We don't know, but um, because we've seen a lot of the back and forth with the parks. I think it could be the same way with Disney Springs. I don't know that they'll ever be open until 2 a.m. or two, yeah, 2 a.m. for a while, but you never know. Also, good news, the Voices of Liberty will be returning to Epcot for the Festival of the Arts in 2021, which starts in February. Disney confirmed this week that they were going to return to the American Pavilion that first week of the festival. So that's exciting news. I'm not sure how they will do that because they're, they sing in that Um, like atrium area before you go into that show. So that will be interesting to see how they do. I'm sure there will be a video. Watch it on
1: YouTube. That's right. (laughs) The Animal Kingdom Petting Zoo reopened this weekend at Rafiki's Planet Watch. It's going to have some new safety guidelines, limiting attendance, social distancing, and then guests are going to have to wash their hands prior to entering. And of course, when they exit the petting zoo, they're... (laughs) <laughs> this one's kind of silly. There was an animatronic missing from Flight of Passage. The super impressive and huge animatronic that is in the queue for Flight of Passage went missing this week. When someone asked a cast member where it was, they responded that it was out for a walk. <laughs> and I was like, really?
0: <laughs> and somebody somebody thought that was a good answer? There had to have been a different one, like... He needed some new water or something. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: I would be, like, going around Pandora looking for the <laughs> animatronic way. Way. for a walk.
0: It was totally crazy. Why didn't they, like, um, so, you know, in the Raidavi River that when the animatronic goes down, automatically the screen comes up and then they lower him down so that they can fix whatever's wrong with him. And Oh,
2: I didn't s- know that. That's yeah. really cool.
0: Oh, yes, this is... The- my son this is information that my son knows and we're just like why do you know this information but anyway it was made like that so that there wasn't a glitch you know like what happened with the three Caballeros or whatever if they notice that there's some animatronic problem that screen just pops up and the guy goes Mm -hmm. down and so if you've never wrote it before you don't really notice it and so um they need something there like a projection of it or something but they showed they showed that on a youtube video and i'm like that looks like empty. Like you can tell something's missing. Even if you've never rode that before, you're going to say, what was there? Going, you're, The person's going for a walk. That's just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, who's buying that? <laughs> I'm not buying that. So mm-hmm. next up, Disney food. There have been some menu changes at Woody's Lunchbox in the Toy Story Land Pavilion, or not really Pavilion, the Toy Story Land area. Woody's Lunchbox hasn't reopened as of yet, but it appears that the breakfast part of their menu has been taken away, which I understand was pretty amazing. Um, since the park doesn't open as early as it used to, they're speculating that that's why the breakfast menu is not coming back. Um, but guests we're saying that they were going to miss Tot Joe's Bowl, which looks like a breakfast bowl with tater tots. That's what it looked like to me. And French, fr- or, excuse me, French toast s'more sandwich, which I got to tell you, Kind of wish I would have tried that. Yeah, that mm. sounds awesome. It was like two pieces of uh, Texas toast, French toast, with the chocolate bar and granola, uh, no granola, graham marshmallow. and marshmallow in between mm. two pieces of French toast.
1: And that's the interesting. Tater tot breakfast bowl. That sounds good too.
0: Yes.
2: Who doesn't this is the part of the show
1: us. where we get everybody super hungry, including ourselves.
2: Yes. <laughs> yes Buckle up, everyone. Okay, <laughs> but before I go on with my Disney food report, okay, it's Disney Dream, Disney Fantasy, Disney Magic, and Disney Wonder. Uh-huh. Those are the four ships. And then there's the Disney Wish that's coming. And Some- did you think of your new names? Um, I, I would be okay with Adventure.
0: Oh, that would be good.
2: Right? Okay. Yeah. That would be kind of fun. Um, I don't know if they would, I mean, I know that Royal Caribbean has the Adventure of the Seas. Do but, they have a fantasy? Um, I think they do have a fantasy of the seas. That sounds like something Royal Caribbean would have. But, uh, maybe not.
1: Or is that, um, Carnival?
0: Oh, you're right. It is. Because I have an ornament. (laughs) I think I rode the fantasy. (laughs) Oh,
2: okay. There you go. There you go. No, Adventure would be fun. The Disney Adventure. Like, that sounds amazing. That's a good one. Or, like, if they could come up with, like, a Star Wars one and the whole ship is Star Wars themed. I know they have Star Wars at sea. Still not the same.
0: The whole Millennium
2: Falcon, where all your rooms are Star Wars. I know they're getting the Star Wars hotel, but... I don't know, just Imagination would be a fun one. Yes, it would. Disney I think, Imagination. I think or that's kinda... another Carnival one. Oh, <laughs> 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 well, gosh, I I don't go on Carnival, okay? So I don't know much. I've never her. been on Disney, but I would be happy to. Yes, right. Disney Wish, that's where we're going. But Margie, Margie, that does mean that
1: If you're coming up with these names that are already taken, that means they are good ones. That's why you're coming up with them.
2: That's true. Yeah, they're good names. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what they... Pixie Dust. I don't know. Mickey ears.
0: You can still keep thinking. (laughs) You have great ideas.
2: Okay, Rosie's All-American Cafe now has a breakfast menu. The Mexican corn chilies and eggs, smashed avocado and eggs, Cocina's breakfast, and fried chicken and sugar cinnamon donut are the choices. Mm. This is a trial to see how well it does. In my mind, it's doing really well. <laughs> yeah. um, <for> me too. <laughs> These items used to be served at ABC Commissary, but Disney has moved them to Rosie's. And this gives another place to get a quick serve breakfast besides the trolley car. So
0: the Harambe Market in Animal Kingdom reopened this past Saturday, November the 14th. And like many of the other restaurants at Disney, the menu is a bit smaller and they're only open on the weekends when there are larger crowds, which is kind of sad when you're there during the weekdays, because sometimes, you know, you wish. I mean, I had reservations for Yak and Yeti, but like we've said at other parks, there's not a whole lot there. Um, several restaurants have had their hours extended to be open more than just the weekend. So the launching pad in Tomorrowland of the Magic Kingdom, Summerfest, Yorkshire County Fish Shop, and the Kringle Bakery in Epcot are now open every day. And also all of the food and wine booths are open every day until the food and wine is over on the 26th of November, which is Thanksgiving Day.
1: Speaking of Thanksgiving Day. We have some Thanksgiving meals at Disney, and there are a plenty of them. Several restaurants are gonna be offering the full Thanksgiving meal. You can find these at Hollywood and Vine at Hollywood Studios, Liberty Tree Tavern at the Magic Kingdom, Homecoming at Maria and Enzo's at Disney Springs, Raglan Road and Terralina Crafted Italian at Disney Springs, Whispering Canyon Cafe at Wilderness Lodge, Landscape of Flavors at the Art of Animation, The Artist's Palace at Saratoga Springs, Captain Cook's at the Polynesian, Everything Pop at Pop Century, and P&J's Takeout at Fort Wilderness, Sunshine Seasons at Epcot as well. Um, As you can see, Disney has lots of different places to find the traditional Thanksgiving dinner. If you're gonna be visiting there on Thanksgiving Day, you can still get your turkey on. The market at Hollywood Studios has brought back the num num cookie. <laughs> they are huge and super chocolatey. And then turkey poutine's back at um, at poutine. Is it that really what the? That's is the called? name of the store. Mm-hmm. Oh. or the restaurant. <laughs> All right. Well, then of course they better have their turkey <laughs> <laughs> Oh, So that's found at Disney Springs. It's behind the Lego store. I've never been there. <laughs> Clearly. Um, it's a Thanksgiving inspired dish and it is, it's is—it's fries topped with gravy, turkey, cranberry chutney, and cheese curds. And there is a Baby Yoda Rice Krispie Treat that has been spotted at Everything's Pop at Pop Century Resort.
0: And as you guys can imagine, you know that's gonna go other places than just Pop Century. Or right. there's gonna be people making a mass exodus over there. That is super cute.
2: Okay, anything Baby Yoda is super cute. (laughs) I know, I love Baby Yoda. So freaking cute. And that poutine actually sounds good. I've tried poutine before when we visited Canada and I didn't really like it, but I maybe with like the gravy, turkey, cranberry, chutney and cheese I would like. So you're
0: okay with food mixing because Gina had a fit one day when we were saying that.
2: I'm all about food mixing.
0: (laughs) She was like, no, my food cannot touch. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah no, she I has am. like
1: one of those plates of the divider. Yeah, <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> there are several spiked holiday adult drinks at Disney this year. The spiked frozen apple pie has returned to Block and Hans at Epcot. It is made with old smoky apple pie moonshine, Minute Made apple juice and cinnamon. It is supposed to taste like apple pie. You would hope so, if it's called <laughs> the frozen apple pie. Um, the contemporaries, The Wave, is serving up three seasonal beverages. The Santa Colada, that's super cute. The Santa Colada. The Mistletoe Mule and the Peppermint Kiss. These are $14 if you try two of them. $14 total or $14
0: no, I, They're $14 each. $14 each, but you have to buy two. Okay, that peppermint kiss one looked amazing. Like it had some have, chocolatey stuff on the top of it. What you have to buy two drinks to get it for fourteen dollars. Otherwise, I think they're like sixteen ninety nine or something. Okay, or eighteen dollars. Wow.
1: Like, <throat> man, I can only handle one. <laughs>
0: We're just trying to get you liquored up so you spend some more money.
2: Right? No, don't make think me that it's buy funny. two. That I'm the one talking about the liquor and the alcohol when I don't drink liquor or alcohol. <laughs> and I'm always the one reporting all I these. I
0: apologize for that. No, totally Vicky gives them to me
2: every once in a while because I
1: have, I have one occasionally. I was going to say, one. we
0: only occasionally. We're not, you know, these people that go from country to country.
1: Yeah, no, I've never been around the drink world. It. No way. Drink Actually, it I don't think I've ever, I've ever drank it at Disney. I don't think I've ever you had, had your
2: well, kids. You have your children with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And it's on expensive. an adult trip. <laughs> well, there's another one at Epcot. It's Epcot's La Cava de Tequila, it has a tomato margarita. It is made with Tremana tequila, agave nectar, tomatoes, blended lime juice, and watermelon. And it is served frozen and topped with hibiscus salt. Doesn't it nope. sound beautiful though? It does sound very beautiful. It I sounds like saying, very it springy. Sound good, though. Sounds gross to me. No, I don't right. know about the tomatoes.
0: Um, the person I was reporting on it said that if you like a Bloody Mary, that mm. this is like a Bloody Mary on steroids, which that's not my I thing. I can see but... that.
2: I'm just right. picturing V8. Like... <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's expensive V8.
2: Yeah,
0: (laughs) The Fa La La Funnel Cake has returned, and it can be found at Sleepy Hollow in the Magic Kingdom. It is actually just the funnel cake topped with strawberry topping, powdered sugar, whipped topping, and Christmas sprinkles. That's really the only thing that makes it look any different than the one that I saw while I was there that was with Halloween sprinkles. (laughs) Um, At the Boardwalk Bakery, they have the Gobbler Sandwich, which again, if you're somebody that doesn't like your food to touch, you will not like this, but... It is made with a hot roasted turkey, Italian sausage stuffing, Mm. cranberry relish, turkey and gravy on a ciabatta bun. And I have to tell you, it looked pretty amazing.
2: Yes. Okay, this is my favorite thing about Thanksgiving. It is not Thanksgiving dinner on Thursday. It is Friday morning, when one, I get to have my slice of pie for breakfast. That's right. And two, I get to make my Thanksgiving sandwich, which is bread, and turkey and stuffing and cranberry sauce. Sometimes I even put the mashed potatoes on there and I put it in between two pieces of bread and it is heaven in my mouth Friday after Thanksgiving. That's awesome. Do you, you eat that dinner. for breakfast or for lunch? Well, I usually have that for lunch because I have my pumpkin pie for breakfast. Okay, I was going to say that <laughs> does not sound appealing for a breakfast food to me. No, I just, that's what I look forward to the most about Thanksgiving is leftovers on Friday. <laughs>
1: I
0: don't blame you at all.
1: So, at Deluxe Burger in Disney Springs, the holiday burger has arrived. It's a turkey burger. Mm, okay. Topped with cranberry bacon jam. Oh, that sounds it's awesome. Butternut squash risotto cake. And then, of course, it has lettuce and tomato on a bun. It's served with fries. And they also have an eggnog gelato shake, which is vanilla gelato blend it with toasted marshmallow caramel cinnamon nutmeg and tap with whipped cream and a cinnamon stick. Who are the eggnog fans? Was it you guys? I love eggnog. Me too. Okay.
2: No. We've no. already had some. We have too. We just got Ugh. some yesterday. So good. Emirates Patisserie in Disney Springs has a new petite cake in their case right alongside that Baby Yoda one. <laughs> it is a poinsettia cake which is an Almond chiffon cake layered with hazelnut ricotta and cherry jam. Chocolate pieces are also in there, along with frangelico syrup. Amaretz also has a peppermint creme brulee. Lastly, this week, they added the holiday Mickey Dome cake. One poinsettia cake, please. Yeah, can we like, like just that. make a trip yeah. to that bakery? Oh my gosh.
0: That right. is the thing that makes me hungry every time I watch that Tim the Trekker guy because they go to Amoritz, I bet once a week.
2: Oh my gosh, I need to, yeah, go We need there. to be friends with them. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> Disney merchandise. There are new magic bands that were spotted in Disney World. There is a stitch magic band devouring some turkey legs. That's fun. The Germany band featured cuckoo clocks, pretzels, and Mickey wearing Lederhosen on a yellow background. That I want that one.
0: I was gonna say <laughs> if my grandpa was alive, I would buy that for him. Because a little Mickey and Lederhosen? Yes, but I mean that was his big I dance. that's what he wanted to do at my wedding because he had open heart surgery, I think, two years before we got married, and it like made a whole new life for him and he danced the polka with me. Uh at our reception.
1: So the Snowman Ornament Sipper is available at Thirsty River Bar and Truck Snacks. It is a snowman ornament wearing Mickey ears and the Mickey Peppermint disc straws are also back. There is a fluffy spirit jersey that has also arrived. It has the original Disney World logo on a gray background. The bottom half of the shirt has gray fluffy material with Mickey, head and, head, Mickey heads imprinted on it. It was spotted at Boutique at Disney's Pal- Polynesian Resort. Also at Boutique, Trader Joe's collection has a Hawaiian shirt, postcards, and a luggage tag, and a charm bracelet. There's also supposed to be a bag, a wallet, a mug, and more. But those items weren't at the store as of yet.
0: Super cute stuff, as always.
1: Well, thank you so much, Margie, for
0: joining us. Margie, the listeners, you don't know this, but Margie was not scheduled to be with us and she volunteered (laughs) to fill in for somebody and then poor Miranda had to back out at the last minute. So if you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com or if you'd like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, contact us at yourstorytravel.com. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, the Mousecapade Podcast, or our Twitter page, Mousecapades Pod. And be sure
1: to listen to Friday's show as Brad and Vicki talk about Disney magic and the examples of how magic has been spread to Disney guests. You won't want to miss it. If you're interested in receiving the Your Story Travel monthly newsletter, which is filled with resort reviews, packing tips, shopping tips, History and more, contact us at info at yourstorytravel.com or message us here at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. And Gina will make sure that you get a copy at the beginning of each month. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains space within your ears, the Mousecapades Podcast. Well, ladies, I think it is about that time. Disney love. Adventures out there. Have a magical day, my friends.